Here's where you find what you seek, Ash. Ah, that's great. Hey, listen, if it's cool, I just want to sit here and enjoy this place for a while. I've always wanted to spend time in the city so nice they named it Jacksonville. you primitive screwheads listen up hey everybody welcome to our podcast i'm jason i'm rich and i'm chris this is the evil dead cast episode seven sometimes i say podcast but it's podcast pod a podcast <laughs> is something it's, totally it's, different, it's, different. <laughs> it's like you throw yourself off a bridge <laughs> uh let's see before we get started uh i'm yeah richard and i are broadcasting podcasting podcasting out of a hotel room today because we're at heroes and villains fan fest in san jose which is uh our first con that has nothing to do it, it, people who know uh, walking dead cast know that i do all these walker stalker cons and go around the country talking to walking dead actors in front of audiences and now we're trying this heroes and villains so it's cast from arrow and flash and uh karen gillen was here and uh who else the fellow who plays the arrow yeah Stephen amell yeah so it's pretty fun it's cool. How's it? How's it going? Did you do any panels? I did. It's been great. We were none of us were sure if it would go well because it's a new thing for us. But it was really, really good, and everybody was happy, and there were a lot of people. But I was just telling Rich a story from one of the panels. So you know Karen Gillan, right? Oh yeah, yeah. She's yep. Amy from Doctor Who, and she plays Nebula from Guardians of the Galaxy. So we're up there, and she's and one of the audience members said, "Can you?" Uh, hum the song from Doctor Who that do <laughs> and she goes sure sure but I need you guys uh, she pointed at me and Dave who's never seen Doctor Who so she's like I need you to do the bottom part the da 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 so I go okay da 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 and I look it over at her and she goes I just wanted to see how long you'd do that I was like thanks. <laughs> that's awesome just make you do silly stuff yeah, sounds fun yeah it's fun i wouldn't mind i don't mind being teased by nebula <laughs> no there are worse people to be teased by i think <laughs> and i got to do a panel with uh flash a couple of people from flash that was cool flat the guy who plays the flash didn't come yet but we're hoping he'll come to a future one cool cool it sounds like it's a lot of fun i should make it to one of those someday you should yeah you can do some panels right, do you watch those shows i actually haven't seen much of arrow so i had other people doing the arrow panels you know i haven't seen arrow or the flash but they're on my list i mean i'll get to them one day i hope the flash is like the comic book movie my child self always wanted yeah uh-huh. it's got amazing effects and it's very anything goes it's not really they're not they don't care too much about making the plot make sense it's just total comic book stuff yeah it's uh it looks like it looks like it's a lot of arrow and flash i mean are they gonna expand like daredevil i've seen daredevil are they gonna get maybe some of those folks there maybe for a future one? i think they want to yeah cool yeah but it was kind of cool. dc center it was Stephen amell's idea this whole thing oh yeah neat he came to us Neat. Anyway, a lot of people hearing this probably don't give a shit about this stuff. So <laughs> let's talk move about on. Ash. Yeah, let's move on to Ash. So let's do our top three highlights for season one, episode four. Brujo It's just called Brujo, right? Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Rich? Uh, nope. 
still not tired of ash. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was a no-go for a second. No, I'm like, you know, last, uh, the last time we talked about this, I was a little concerned after uh, listening to some of the opinions about how you might get tired of him being such a goofball after a while. But uh, well, I laughed out loud at this episode probably more than any of the other episodes. <laughs> uh, you know, for example, um, when pa- <laughs> this is where I probably laughed the most, but when Pablo's impassioned plea to his uncle about ash being one of the jefes uh it was in the moment and then ash is like yep when evil shows up it blows up <laughs> i cracked up i'm still that. working on the slogan <laughs> yeah still working on the slogan I, and I'll, I'll lose my smile when the serious stuff is going on because i'm like totally into how this evil thing is evolving and manifesting and then ash will do or say something totally ridiculous and i'll just crack up like i love him yeah, I mean, everything everything he does is totally ridiculous and it's funny. But what I think is interesting is I found this episode to be the least funny of all of them so far. Uh, uh, I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot, but I didn't laugh as much as I did from the uh, from the first uh, first three. So it's funny to hear you say that this one you thought was sort of the funniest of them all. I, I was the opposite on this one, even though I really liked it a lot. I thought it was right up there. Um Probably funnier than the third one. Huh. I think my favorite line is when uh, Brujo says, here's where you find what you seek. Ash goes, ah, that's great. Hey, listen, if it's cool, I just want to sit here and enjoy this place for a while. I've always wanted to spend time in the city so nice they named it Jacksonville. (laughs) (laughs) I I was laughing out loud at that one for sure. (laughs) Yeah. It's not bad. There were some good lines in this for sure. Uh, I know we... We usually get into this later, but the one funny bit that I thought it was such a little tiny one when uh, when they first arrive at Pablo's uncle's place and he says, I've been expecting you. Pablo responds by saying, have you like that's the craziest thing he's ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even notice that one. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was small and it was just quick, but it was like, have you like like nothing else has shocked him at all. Even the lines that aren't laugh out loud. I I just get tickled at like when Kelly's throwing up and he goes, I'll make sure you project it. Don't mess up the clear coat. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know. And I love that he is protective of that car because it's sort of this iconic car, you know, and he only has 12 more payments. (laughs) Yeah. See, come on. It's hilarious. After 30 years. Yeah. He's still paying for it. He's still paying. Is that even possible? Um, Well, I thought it was just amazingly great. I mean, you know, last week I really made that decision not to compare it too much to the movies. And I still can't help do that some, but when I, when I let go of wanting it to be exactly like evil Dead too, I just think it's a great show. Uh, just no uh, hesitation. And so I thought it, it had those, it had everything you want, the creepy stuff, the, it was inventive and it was different than the other ones we've seen. So they keep, they don't yeah. repeat themselves too badly. It was funny. And, and it also brought in a lot of references to the old elements of the movies. Yeah. I like that. So I, I give it a, a enthusiastic thumbs up. I wonder why he's so funny to me. I don't know what it is. I think it's because he acts and says things a middle school kid would say. He behaves <laughs> yeah. the same way. He even has the same mannerisms when he talks with that smirk on his face, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But see, this is one of the reasons I like I like doing this podcast with you guys, because even on an episode that isn't my favorite, as soon as we start talking about you it, start liking I start, it a little bit more. I start yeah. liking it even more. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that worked for me, too. And one of the ones I didn't like as much. I, you know, I definitely. It, it just 
it just all comes back to me and I'm like, oh, you know what? That was pretty funny. And I almost kind of want to watch it again every time. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into the top three. Rich, you want to go first? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That was my what, third one. What was it? Still not tired of Ash. Okay, cool. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Chris? How about the big uh, cloud of evil chasing the car at the beginning? I think that's my number three. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed about this is that we've had a couple of episodes now that have started with an action scene involving the car or in the car. We had them being attacked by their boss a couple of episodes ago, and now we have this one. And what did Ash call it? A, a drafter? Yeah. Yeah. I think. <laughs> it looks like we got a drafter. Yeah. <laughs> which, which was pretty good. Uh-huh. Um, and then... I loved how we see it pick up the car that's going the other way and just like fling it into the air. I thought yeah. that was pretty amazing. That was yeah, cool. that was cool because we've seen that evil so many times, but we've never seen it chasing a car. And so it was kind of a new way to see it. Yeah, for sure. It was the other perspective on it, right? Which was great. Um, and then, and I just thought, you know, the whole scene was was exciting and, and ridiculous in its own way, because like, how stupid is it that Ash would have nitrous yeah, in his car yeah. and a little button that says for racing use only? <laughs> that was almost like something out of Naked Gun. I, I thought it might have been a little too much, but yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But, nitrous but, is expensive, but uh, that's why know. he has more payments. He's spending all his money on nitrous. <laughs> yeah. I'm finding it's easier and easier for me to go, ah, well, it's funny. But the one part that I I, I still, maybe it's because I made such a big deal out of it with Army of Darkness, but having Pablo be able to make that hand in like three minutes or an hour or something, (laughs) and you know they're just going to, he's going to make it into a really cool hand that Ash can actually wear. And I'm like, it's going to be like a $6 million man piece. Yeah, exactly. He's a genius. He can do electronics. (laughs) He works in the electronics department. Yeah, exactly. You see? (laughs) He must know. Because we've all been you, to Best Buy and seen all those geniuses. Big time, baby. Sorry, hey, Best if Buy you can your... if you can sell a TV, you can make a robotic hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's that. It's not that much of a jump. You got me. <laughs> um, and then one more thing about the the car chase scene at the beginning. Um, if you notice, every time it rammed the car from behind, I thought it was hilarious how Ash's head would whip all the way backwards, like when it <laughs> rear-ended them and sort of pushed them forwards. I thought it was super funny. I thought I really enjoyed that. Part, he's not. So. A, he's not an overactor at all. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. <laughs> I like that he called it uh, a high quality automobile, and he's like. Uh, what did he say? Uh, wait, let me see here. Um, well, any car that lasts that long has yeah, to be quality, right? Is. Like 30 just, years. Yeah, totally. But I just like that he he loves that car for so much for some reason. And Pablo's like, well, what's up with your radio? Nothing like any high quality automobile. You just have to hit the dash a few times. <laughs> bang, bang. Damn it. <laughs> Come on. And then when he said, Kelly says, uh, what's happening? And he goes, oh, it's all good, Kelly. You just relax. Bang, bang. Get out of here. This is my car. <laughs> 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 oh, he's see? trying to whack the evil out yeah <laughs> whack the evil out <laughs> yeah. i love that and his trailer you see the interior shots of his trailer that thing is huge on the inside like the cabin yeah it's got to be like 14 <laughs> feet wide what kind of trailer is that <laughs> was that motorcycle on the back pablo's oh uh, yeah probably huh know. I think was it, it? I, did they leave on a motorcycle from the shop? Yeah, uh, yeah, on the oh, first yeah. one. Yeah, he said go right on the bike. I think it might be his. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Well, that's good. He's bringing his own ride. <laughs> okay, my number three is the the drug trip 
which um, I thought was awesome. And I typically like it when shows have uh, drug trips. Like uh, there was a really good Sopranos one where Tony did something in Vegas. And there was uh, the Simpsons. They had one. People are morphing and mutating and stuff, you know, and just kind of realizing things about their lives and stuff like that. So um, he he took ayahuasca. Have you? Do you guys know very much about that? No, I know nothing about I was it. No, what that was. So I've always heard of this. Like you can hire or go find some shaman or hire somebody to give. You know, you'll get a group together and go out in the desert somewhere and take it, and it's like a, a multi-hour, ten-hour experience. There's usually vomiting involved, <laughs> and uh, it sounds pretty scary, but. I read on Wikipedia, it says people who have consumed ayahuasca report having spiritual revelations regarding their purpose on earth, the true nature of the universe, as well as deep insight into how to be the best person they possibly can. This is viewed by many as a spiritual awakening and what is often described as a rebirth. In addition, it's often reported that individuals feel they can gain access to higher spiritual dimensions and make contact with various extra dimensional beings who act as guys and healers. That sounds a little biased for Wikipedia, but anyways, it, it goes with this episode and I love that his spiritual center is, is Jacksonville, Florida, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I don't know anything about Jacksonville, but it just sounds like a mediocre. Sorry to anybody in Jacksonville, but I mean, you yeah, know, I think that was the point. It's just could be any city, right? any town USA. Yeah. But it's Ash's paradise, right? That's where he wants to go. And as he went through his drug trip, we sort of went through his his past life and then ended up in where like in where he wished he, he was or be. where he wanted to be, hopes to be. Yeah. Yeah, it was chronological, the drug trip. That's right. Yeah. It was old cartoons first. So when he was a kid, Felix the Cat. Yeah. Then it was TV shows. Yeah. Which was I Dream of Genie, Flipper, Charlie's Angels. Then it was lots of Playboy. Yep. <laughs> That's teenage That's right. years. Lots of bathing suits. Then what happened next? Uh, did he do a road trip? The cabin first. Oh, yep. he did the cabin. That was like a monumental event. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And the Evil Dead clips. Then, yeah, he went and worked at a bunch of value stops all around Michigan. That was like the road trip, I guess. And then workout videos with scantily clad women, girls in bikinis, monster trucks. Wrestling. Wrestling. Wimp, female wrestling. Yeah, mostly beer and pot. That was his life. <laughs> so, uh, Rich, you were saying you want, you were hoping they would talk about what has happened to him. This was like yeah, a condensed version. I did last time. I said I wanted to know about more about what he was doing for the last thirty years. I got my answer there. Yeah, yeah, it, w it was all there, and I felt like a lot of it was just sort of aimlessness, right? Like yeah. even when he was driving around Michigan and and the nearby states, just doing nothing i just felt like you know ash has wasted 30 years doing nothing and now here he is and he wishes he'd gone to jacksonville all those years ago <laughs> and uh it's cool because you could do a cliche drug trip but i was like why are they showing felix the cat you know it's pretty funny uh, one thing i didn't quite get and i'm not quite getting is about the show is so all that stuff happened at the cabin and then he decided not to go to jacksonville why like was he just too shaken up to continue on or because no, no demons were chasing after him after that. Oh, when he got back from the cabin. Yeah. Like it just, it obviously there, I think they're trying to say that it diverted his life and yeah. he didn't do anything with himself kind of because yeah, he's probably that. constantly looking over his shoulder. Plus he just decapitated his girlfriend. Yeah. So it just what becomes a PTSD him. Where's, where's my daughter? I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's all it was. I mean, really, all they said was I made this I booked a vacation to Jacksonville and then I took a girl up to a cabin and things didn't go so well. So I think it just derailed his life at the time and he couldn't follow his dream. Psychologically (laughs) scarred after that. I think so. Yeah. You know, that uh, whole trip that he took with the Ayahuasca, is that what it's called? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Uh It just dawns on me again. He was acting like a middle schooler. Watching TV, chasing skirt, and taking a road trip all over the place, trying to outrun his past. Yeah, I think it's all about arrested development. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right. darned about that drug. I thought they just made that up for this episode. I didn't know it was a real thing. Yeah, I mean, they, they tend to try and pull from real life, I guess. I don't know. As I'm saying that, I'm like, really? <laughs> Is it- is it a drug that's related? Like he said he was going on an acid trip. Is it related to acid or is it really its own thing? It's it's a type of uh, vine. And okay. uh, it, I think it's related to acid in that it's hallucinogenic. And it they call him entheogenics, which I, I, I'd have to look that up. I don't remember exactly what it means. But, um, you know, I, I don't mind saying I've done some acid and I've also done some shrooms. And... They're very different sources. Acid is purely chemical. Shrooms is organic, but they have a similar effect. So there's other classes of these drugs that may not come from the same source, but they have similar effects. Some are more intense. Some are there. They have qualitatively slightly different, but they're in the same category. So, the organic ones right. are usually because it's poisonous to your system, right? Probably, yeah. I mean, so is alcohol. It's a yeah. poison. <laughs> but it's delicious. So <laughs> And it's fun. Yeah. Best uh, kind of poison. Anyway, so where are we now? I think I did my number three, so it's your turn, Rich. Yeah, actually, it was it was also that where he went on that trip answering my question and what he's been doing for the last 30 years. There was also something else just before he took the, the uh, how do you say it again? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. <laughs> just before he took the ayahuasca, um, you know, Bruhu was talking about, uh, you know, you're an adult, you're an idiot. You have all this power, but you have no idea what kind of power you truly possess. I thought that was cool. I'm like, all right, Ash got some power. Yeah. Hope he works. Hope he works that in there, figures out what it is. And, and he is powerful. I mean, we know that yeah. just from watching these movies. We know that that fits right with what we know about him. As much as they want to say that he's an average person, he that's not what he's shown us. We're totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could you survive this long? Mm-hmm. All right, Chris. Sure. Uh, my number two is all the hand stuff in this episode, and I'm not entirely sure what it all means. So maybe you guys can tell me. But if you go through the episode, I mean, Ash loses his wooden hand, which I guess technically happened at the very end of last week's episode. Yeah. Um, and then Ruby shows up and she has his original hand, which I thought was cool. And how it's sort of interesting that it's what's leading her to Ash, right? She said it just started twitching recently. Mm-hmm. And then Ash has both his hands in his Jacksonville, Florida fantasy, which isn't too surprising <laughs> because, you know, that's his ideal life. And I guess he yeah. wouldn't mind having both his hands. And then um, I think it's funny. The first thing he does is get two beers because, yeah, <laughs> hey, I got another hand. I need two beers. I need two beers for the first time in 30 years. Um, and then Pablo is building him a robotic hand. So uh, there's a lot of hand stuff, although the robotic hand, I think, is more of a multi-tool hand because they're going to put a screwdriver and a laser pointer on it, which is handy. <laughs> and um, a squirter or whatever. Yeah. Oh, a squirter for his hair dye. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I was thinking about that hair dye. I wonder if that's actu- like an actual sort of real real world 
dig at Bruce Campbell. Like maybe he dyes his hair in real life and they wanted to make Probably. fun of him in the show. <laughs> it would go with him wearing a girdle. Yes, yeah. it would. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, You're right. I didn't think, yeah, the hand stuff is interesting. It's so it, like on his way to making him whole or something. Yeah, something like that. But actually, that's a really good theory that I hadn't thought of that. But I just noticed the continual hand stuff or I, I barely even want to call it a theme. But, you know, there was a lot of it in this episode. So. Uh, but I like it. Ash is broken and he needs to be made whole again. And mm-hmm. he's on his way to do that. So, yeah. Give him a hand. <laughs> Give him a hand, <laughs> folks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, my turn. Uh, my number two. I'm going to, we've already said a bunch of funny lines. I just love having uh, one of my items each week be lines I thought were funny. So here's a few more. Brujo says to Ash as he holds his hands up to him, the flame is dim, but it flickers. All right, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I laughed at that one. And then too. he goes, You're slow, old, lost a step. Hey, uh, Brujo, thanks for the opinion. Appreciate it. Now you can take it, turn it sideways, shove it right up the old poop chute. <laughs> <laughs> and the part that really makes that is the turn it sideways. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Put it up the hard way. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what else? I love this one, even though it's kind of silly. He, he goes, speak what you know, Ash, or speak what you know, even though you don't really know anything or whatever. He goes, okay, I, I know I summoned something very bad, and I'm looking to undo what I done did. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorites. Undo whatever I done did. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, presents him with the drug, and he's like, is it free? And then he goes, okay, here's mud in your eye. Yeah. And then he takes a drink, and he's all smooth <laughs> yeah he knows how to deliver those lines like they don't sound that funny when i'm saying them. no well bruce no. campbell's an expert he's been doing this for a long time but yeah. i made a note too of his face when he takes the drink he just puts on such an hilarious face yeah he looks like, like kind of worried or kind of like worried but also hurting. like he he kind of likes it but not he's not <laughs> yeah, sure yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like he really portrays a lot it's good that's true <laughs> uh and then i loved when he was seeing the eyeball and what's going on what is that <laughs> no no don't oh, eat don't, don't eat the eyeball brujo <laughs> 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 two more and then at one point i forget why but he said dripping donkey balls <laughs> yeah. Then, I don't even know what that means, but it's a good expression. Of course. Yeah. And then uh, to the demon, he said, What's that? Oh, you can't breathe? Well, that's the idea, dickwad. Yeah. <laughs> I liked all his bad. exchanges with his. Uh, with his uh, lizard, when his lizard mm-hmm. talked to him. I thought that cracked me up too. Again, like a middle schooler. <laughs> Eli, you can speak. Nice. You know, I've always wanted to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Just don't tell anybody what I do when we're alone together yeah. in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Well, there we go. Back to the hand theme. Huh? <laughs> oh, gosh. Good point. I lo- yeah, the lizard was awesome, right? He, cause, especially because he just kind of had some average Joe, Joe voice. Yeah, like, somebody. He had an average. Yeah, hey, she should just do this. He had that. the teeth, too. That was funny. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, he also seemed to have human looking teeth, which yeah. kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> But I also thought it was cool. Uh, but the lizard, I think, delivered the single single most important line in this episode. Yeah. And it's c- kind of my number one. My number one yeah, was Ash's it. whole acid trip. But we've already really talked about that. Um, but when he's talking to the lizard, the lizard says, uh, the answer you've been seeking, you have to bury it deep, deep below the place where your journey began. Yeah. Which so is? Clearly, we're going back to the cabin. Mm-hmm. Totally. You know? Uh, but I thought that was cool. It was weird to come from a lizard, but uh, it, it sort of was a pretty big hint on what's what's to come mm-hmm. in the in the show. Um, and then the only other part about the 
acid trip that we didn't talk about was sort of the transition from his old life to his new life where he had his eyes sewn shut. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty, pretty awesome. Um, also creepy. And he comes to the realization that he has to shoot first and think never. <laughs> yeah. That was like the big lesson. Yeah. Which was it. perfect ash, right? Yeah, like so. shoot first, think never. <laughs> I hope that's not his power. What I, do want you mean? Him, I want him to have like a real power. Like Something. a superpower? Yeah, well, not necessarily a superpower, but, you know, we had kind of a, with that whole dream sequence, we had a little bit of, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street type deal going on there where they mm-hmm. were battling each other. He took control other. of the mindscape. Yeah, and he had his, he had, you know, they had their, their extra strength and all that stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, like, uh, to become something like that, but, you know, that would be a... To me, I think it's, like, just kind of a, a chutzpah, kind of like, you know, confidence, strength, fortitude yeah i i I, that's what the way i took it just drawing on those inner reserves that he does when he decides to kick ass i i I don't know if i'm right but that's all i thought it meant you know just does he have the inner strength basically to do what it takes well if he's gonna shoot and not think yeah (laughs) that's when he's the most powerful and 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 so far every time he's done that he's been he's been right yeah you know? And he's in his own head, you know, when he's when he's in there and he's he's able to control the demon and he's able to, I don't know, use the force and bring the doll to his hand. I mean, he's mm-hmm. once he realizes he's in his own mind, he can do anything he wants, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And and when he squeezed the doll's head, I, th- I think that was one of my favorite parts because her eyeball hit the camera, which <laughs> yeah. I loved. I loved that little bit. And I, I liked when. Uh, he was choking the demon and then it showed the outside where he was choking Kelly and the look on his face was very creepy. Like Bruce yeah. Campbell played that really well. Yeah, he did. He walked all funny uh-huh. and his face was contorted was not looking and, at her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was great. He was, he, you could really tell he was, um, not present. Yeah. Yeah. Not present. Uh-huh. Exactly. It was really great. Maybe this is a, 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 like the beginning of an explanation on why, you know, all through the movies, the demons tried to possess him several different times, but he would always come back from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got some fortitude of some kind. Mm. Just uh, really quickly, I, I agree with you that the main point of the episode was that he realized they're going to have to take the book back to the cabin, and I think that's where we're headed. Um, I think there, they, it, it'll be a couple episodes before we get there. But uh, I want, I'm excited by that prospect, but also like thinking, oh man, the style of the show is not the same as the movies. So if they go back to the cabin, I hope it doesn't take away from it. You know, I yeah. mean, I, I, I want him to do it. I don't care, but I, it's just something to think about, you know, what will it be? I don't like? think, I don't think it would mess it up too much. Like it, it almost brings it full circle, right? They go back to the cabin, they bury it. They put that behind them. I, I don't think the book will ever be, not a part of the show, but uh, but they'll probably go to the cabin and then whatever happens in season two will move past that and move mm-hmm. on. I think it could be cool to go back to the back to the beginning like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I want to do it no matter. And even yeah. and you know what? It, even if it isn't the same style as the movies in it, uh, it, it could still be really cool. In fact, I mean, the show has been good so far, so I don't have any reason to think it wouldn't be. Yeah. OK, it's my turn, right? Number one. So. This episode kind of gave more color on things that we already know about. Uh, One of those we just talked about, that they need to take the book and bury it underneath. Another one is Ruby reveals that she thinks Ash killed her mom and dad and sister Annie in the cabin 30 years ago and let the evil forces loose. 
which we kind of got before, but she, this is the first time she really straight out said it. And what I don't get about that still, I think that's a bit of a weak plot point because they, her and Amanda want vengeance on him, but do they, would they really think that killing Ash would help anything? Like, oh, right. Well, they don't know that he's, do they think he's masterminding all of this, probably. that he's the source of it or something? Or, or, I mean, it seems pretty obvious that he's kind of a bumbling idiot. Well, that's going to be the turnaround. <laughs> They're going to find out he's the guy that's going to put everything back to normal too. Yeah. You think that's what's going to happen? They're going to have to. I mean, yeah. they kill Ash, not they kill, kill the show. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is, of course, that Ruby has Ash's hand, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that was cool. To see it wriggling when she, around. When she opened it, I said, oh, shit. Right at the same time <laughs> Kelly did on screen. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool to see it. If you see, if you watch, do you, Rich, do you watch the little segment at the end where they show, like, yeah. behind the scenes? Yeah, I did this time. They yeah. had it in a big tank of fluid they had it in a jar yeah yeah it looked bigger than a normal hand but when i see you see it wrapped in the cloth i did think wouldn't it have decayed but i guess the um evil energies preserved it <laughs> right that's what it is <laughs> that's i was, what it was i was thinking why why is it still in such relative good condition but it's the evil that's it's the evil it's always the yeah. evil <laughs> that explains how she's tracking them too because she said it started twitching a few weeks a few weeks ago is that what she said yeah maybe that spurred her to Yep. Go look for him or yeah. something. She's been holding um, on to it for 30 years and suddenly it came back to life. Like, yeah. that'd be crazy. So what would happen if you took it and stuck it on his stump? <laughs> oh, would it reattach? Uh, would he be possessed? Right. I mean, the hand was possessed. That's why he cut it off. So yeah, maybe he'll I try to reattach it and then he'll cut it off again. You just have to cut off his <laughs> arm this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but by then he'll have a robotic hand, so he might not need it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that hand yeah. isn't going to, the hand isn't going to survive the season. That's what's going to happen. Ash is going to have to kill his own hand all over again. Yeah. That'd be you cool. Know? Or maybe he'll, he'll attach it and it'll be fine. And then he'll cut off his other hand. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Wrong hand. Started. What do you still think Brujo's going to die by the end, Chris? Um, I hope not, but I kind of do. Uh, I know I was saying he, I didn't think he'd survive this episode, but I, I don't know that actor, but I really liked him and I thought he was great in this episode. So I hope he survives. But again, if they're going to kill somebody off, well, if uh, I, I don't think they'll kill off these. I mean, I do think they'll kill off these sort of secondary characters, but I hope they don't. Yeah, you know, I thought he was. I thought he was really good. I he was I good. Yeah. Guys, yeah. Yeah. He brought a proper seriousness to his part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for but, sure. But he had a bit of an attitude. So that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. He said, yeah. you're adult. <laughs> yeah. you know ash has been told he's stupid like in every episode maybe <laughs> doesn't guy, seem to phase him too much no he, it's like he doesn't even notice anymore yeah you get used <laughs> to it. a barrel of laughs that's right uh you guys I, were you guys surprised that uh that demon made a reappearance what was his name elegas elegas i was stoked i mean i think I, I i didn't think it went back into the book and now we know it went into kelly yeah and mm -hmm. i think it's a good idea because the demon's very cool looking so why not have it be kind of a recurring villain and also this whole drug trip thing of it being in his mind went along with it being the demon of the mindscape or whatever they call yeah, it so yeah. i thought it was great i mean yeah i liked it what about you it worked itself out pretty good i, I was happy he reappeared i like the idea of having these demons popping out that are going to be like super hard if if even possible to kill mm-hmm and it's good to have like a villain. I mean, if if we just had regular sort of deadites every week, 
and I think we've probably talked about this a little bit. Yeah, uh, it might get a little bit boring or 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 uh, predictable, but now we have a recurring villain that they're going to have to deal with, and <laughs> unfortunately, it's traveling inside Kelly. But uh, you know, they'll they'll have to deal with that somehow. Yeah. Um. So and and I don't know. I'm going to admit something to you guys, and uh, this hopefully this doesn't make me sound really weird. But I thought there was something super sexy about Kelly when she was possessed, <laughs> the uh, demon, yeah. uh, which makes me feel a little weird. But hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, it was like she had this vitality all of a sudden. She did, yeah, uh, something. Yeah, I don't know. Look. Maybe did, it was her eyes. Extra hot. Did you see uh, Paranormal Activity, the first one? Yes, long time ago. It's the only one of that series I've seen, though. You see that, Rich? Para, para, um, no. Okay, I'm going to spoil the ending of that, so if you don't want to hear this, you should probably go ahead a couple minutes. But um, it, it, it's about this couple who feel like their house is, has some kind of ghost or something, so they set up a camera, and you see weird stuff happen. And at the end, you see her like standing at the foot of the bed for hours on camera. They fast-forward it, and then um, she like she does something really bad uh, to him at the end. And, uh, and, and so she's possessed by the demon. Right. And then, and that freaked me out. That movie freaked me out. <laughs> and then later at, that night, Jenny and I saw it together. And when we were going to bed, I'm like, aren't you freaked out now? And she goes, I think you're the one that should be freaked out. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I was like, I might go sleep on the couch tonight. Yeah, maybe. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Any little notes or anything? I had a few, but uh, what have you got? Let's see here. Yeah, what do you got? I liked I'm hearing in. the Almond Brothers song. I, I like that song for some yeah, reason, and yeah. it fit. You know, I got to run, got to keep hiding, all that. Uh, I like the creepy environment again. The weird talismans with dolls' heads and animal skulls and jars of mealworms and stuff. That was yeah, cool. they, they did a really good job with with his house and uh, mm-hmm. or property or whatever, all that stuff hanging around. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of, of the bookstore a little bit, just all the stuff everywhere. But they did a great job with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. And even that whatever house or room they were in, like the it was made of wood and slats, but mm-hmm. there were spaces in between. So shafts of light could penetrate the darkness. Yeah, really good. You know, back to what Chris was saying, you were talking about the evil cl- cloud at the beginning, the drafter. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it took that car. I mean, that was a pretty big event. I'm starting to be curious about, you know, like, uh, shouldn't people around the world here start to be figuring out something's going on? Something's not going to out in the middle of nowhere, though. Yeah, but there's Some whoever park. was in that car is dead. Yeah, and it's all like smashed up as yeah. if it had fallen from the sky or something. And, uh, and they're leaving body parts and zombie heads behind, too. Right. Yeah, that's an interesting point because all this stuff seems to focus around Ash, right? Wherever he goes, that's where the where the trail of destruction is. Yeah. Uh, but it's a trail and they're leaving it behind. So someone's going to start figuring... You'd think someone would start figuring it out, but maybe that's kind of what we have uh, uh, Ruby and everybody to do. But Amanda, yeah. yeah. I was kind of thinking that right. maybe they function in that role yeah. and the wider world isn't doesn't won't play into it, but, but it might. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. I'm reading into it too much. Oh huh? uh, well, I don't. I I mean, I think <clears throat> that could be possible, but they might just leave it out to simplify the story. That's all, you know. And then maybe as the se- maybe next season, it might broaden in scope a little bit, or who knows? It's all speculation. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Chris, you're not alone, by the way. When Ruby chopped uh, the head off of that zombie in the bookstore, <laughs> the bookstore owner. 
before he could uh-huh. finish his sentence. I, I got a little excited about that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> there you go. I got a thing for her to begin with. <laughs> I thought yeah. I, I was more attracted to Kelly this episode than I than I ever have been. And I didn't really pair it with the whole possession thing, but maybe there's something there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, the possession worked for me. Maybe it was the puking for you. Yeah, but yeah, I think that really did it for me, for sure. Yeah, I was like, I wish I this know. would just go on a little bit longer. I wish I could hold her hair up. God, can't there Get be more puke? Get it all out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, uh, that's it for me. Yeah? Good guys? Uh, I, don't have, I don't have much else. I, I think I already mentioned the eyeball stuff, the, the eyeball hitting the camera. That was, uh, yeah, that was, that was my favorite little bit there, but uh, that, that about does it. Cool. All right, we'll take a little break. There's more to come. Stay with us. All right, it's time for the Evil Dead news this week, and there's not a lot of news uh, this time, a little bit light, uh, but there's a few items here. The first one is that the director of the 2013 Evil Dead remake uh, is being tapped to possibly direct uh, DC's upcoming Dark Universe movie, but I wanted to ask you guys if you've seen the remake, because I never did, and I'm not sure we talked about it here, but uh, if you did see it, what did you guys think of it? It was pretty good. It was it, they got rid of all humor. It was way serious. It was like a proper oh, horror film. Yeah, I mean, I I remember liking it a lot actually, and I thought it had a, a the Raimi feel in certain aspects, over the topness and the mm-hmm. griminess of everything, and just feeling like you were being messed with, you know, and going insane and and the evil spirits. But it just didn't have. Ash. It was like Evil Dead without Ash. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was a serious Evil Dead too. Mm-hmm. So I should go check it out. I, I just never got a chance to. I was thinking maybe it's not going to be sort of Evil Deady enough for me. But well, it, yeah. I mean, I would. I just out of curiosity. I I don't. And Karen loves Evil Dead, and she didn't like that movie at all. We both saw it together, and then at the end, I turned and I'm like, "Pretty good, huh?" And she's like, Ugh. Uh, "Really? <laughs> no." <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see what you'd think. In fact, I think we should talk about it at some point. Maybe not do a whole episode, or maybe you can do an episode on it. You know, at some point. Yeah, we haven't really mentioned. Okay, it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll make sure I put my eyeballs on it, and if you <laughs> want to do that, we can. Cool. Um, but the director of that one was uh, Fede Alvarez. I'm not sure how you pronounce his first name. I think it's short for Federico. Um, but as I said, yeah, he's he might be directing this DC Dark Universe movie, which is written by Guillermo del Toro. So it's oh. definitely got some talent behind cool. it there. Um, but uh, he's not confirmed yet. He's just on the short list, but we'll find out if that's that, happening uh, pretty soon. It's like Dead Man and Swamp Thing, or who? do you know who the characters are? I don't know a ton about it, no, but it's also known as Justice League Dark, I yeah. think, but I think I think you might be right. It's Swamp Constantine, Thing and a few maybe? other characters. Yeah, yeah, definitely Constantine. Um, I don't Zatanna, know as much possibly. about sort of the, the DC universe as other ones. So. I, I read a little bit of Justice League Dark and... and uh, it's well. It's those characters we just mentioned, Zatanna, maybe some others that yeah. I'm not thinking of. But it, that's an interesting idea. 
Well, if you're a fan of Alvarez's work, whether it's Evil Dead or or anything else, I mean, you might want to keep your eye on this one because it could be cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up is that Evil Dead the musical is, you know, playing in various places around the country. It's in Las Vegas right now. And coming up next weekend, that's Friday the 27th and Saturday the 28th of November, they are doing kind of a fan appreciation type event where you can get a ticket to it for just 15 bucks. So if you are in Vegas or somewhere nearby or you can get there, you can go see Evil Dead the Musical for $15. It's at the V Theater in Las Vegas. So I've seen it. And it's highly, highly worth it. It's really, really good. So I, oh, I recommend cool. it. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know if we, if you have said that on the podcast. Yeah. When did that. you go see it? A long time ago. It premiered in Toronto uh, years ago, and I went during its original run in in Toronto, and it was amazing. Like super fun. I did not sit in the splatter zone because I didn't like the idea of having to like walk out of the place covered in fake blood. <laughs> uh, but you know, if I went again, I might. No, I might do it just because it would be sort of fun, but it was really, really good. It was super funny. Everyone involved in it was you could just tell they loved what they were doing. And uh, they really they really did a nice job sort of living up to what Evil Dead is and stuff like that. So it was a long time ago, but I recommend you check it out if it comes anywhere near your town. That's city. cool. We should keep an eye on it. Well, Vegas, yeah. Plane tickets to Vegas aren't that much. Really? All right, let's check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, they've been doing shows on Friday and Saturday nights. And I and I don't think it's, it's wrapping up or anything. This is just a special fan appreciation thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of in conjunction with um, American Thanksgiving, which I know to you guys is just Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But to me, I have to say American. I apologize. That's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> and you have to apologize. <laughs> yes i do that too yeah <laughs> sorry everybody um that's cool. so but check it out if you can it's it's really worth it i i think so um and then just one more quick thing uh craig digregario an executive producer on ash versus Evil he's the Dead. showrunner he's the actual showrunner yeah we haven't oh. really talked about that but no he's, he was well sorry he was called executive producer in this interview okay so, okay i think he's uh, both but anyway he probably does both yeah. both duties. Um, but they just asked him about uh, what's going on with season two. And he told them that it's in the it's in the writing phase right now. And they will be shooting it during the first half of 2016, which is actually starting in, you know, six weeks or something like that. So um, and then it'll air next fall. So really no, nothing too surprising there, except that we can rest assured that season two is right on track. So nice. that's good too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On. And I, you know, I think the ratings are fairly low. I don't know if it's low for a stars show, but it's like less, maybe less than a million even. Really? I, I we got to look that up for next time, but, uh, no, I'm glad they committed to season two. Cause that might be all we get. <laughs> yeah. It could be, but there's, it depends on what the expectations are, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're right. The, it is way less than a million. Like the first episode was 0.437 million. Oh, wow. So half and, uh, it's, it went down and then up a little bit from after that. So yeah, it's certainly not, um, massive numbers or anything, but you know, it sort of, it depends what their benchmark is, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they're really happy with these ratings. I don't know, but we will at least get season two cause they're writing it and they have plans to shoot it. So that's, that's good. Yeah. 
All right. And that's, uh, yeah, that's it for the news this week. Okay. It's a news. quick one. All right. Just a couple of listener responses. All right. Amy Hewitt uh, responds, thanks to Jason from Evil Dead cast and the Walking Dead cast, introducing me to Ash versus Evil Dead. I love, 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 triple love it, as Karen would say. <laughs> that's awesome. I Yeah, I'm glad that. I'm not getting email saying, why did you make me watch this crappy show? Now I have to pay for stars. Thanks a lot. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> so it's very gratifying. Thank you for writing, Amy. I appreciate it. And then Adam Owen says, yeah, same Adam Owen. Thanks for the shout out, Chris. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I love that they're bringing Ash's hand back. Nice little nod to Evil Dead 2 and also a nice surprise. Yeah, that was Adam's a, a good guy. <laughs> and he's got a good point. <laughs> Yes, he does. All right. Now it's time for next week on Ash vs. Evil Dead. Ah, next week, episode 105 is titled The Host. Kelly's current state puts others in jeopardy. Uh-huh. This forces Pablo to make a brave move and Ash to reveal a new side to his character. Oh, sensitive mm. Ash. Really? Yeah. <laughs> sensitive Ash. Or is maybe he's up. even more of a buffoon. <laughs> <laughs> and then it finishes ruby and fisher join forces in pursuit of ash but i think we already saw that yeah so uh it sounds like they're not going to the cabin next week no they're gonna no. try and get that demon out of kelly Ooh, right? maybe the cabin will be the cliffhanger yeah because where are we we're maybe it'll be the season finale could be do you think uh ruby and amanda are gonna be trailing them like all season right until the end i hope not i want to see something more interesting with yeah. them that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, otherwise it'll just be sort of samey every week where it's, yeah. oh, there they are again at the last location Ash was at. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, I hope they the catch whatever up. leftover demon is left there. Yeah, <laughs> or that's right. Uh, all right, cool. I'm so looking for. I'm looking forward to it. It's been great. It's my favorite show on TV right now. <laughs> is it really? I think so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Walking Dead is has been misfiring a little bit lately, Huh. I think. What about you, Chris? Uh, yeah, I think Walking Dead, the last two were not amazing, um, but I didn't hate them. Like I, I listened to you guys talk about the last one, uh, and, uh, I pretty much agreed with everything you said, but it didn't bother me quite as much, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't like worst episode in six seasons. That's pretty harsh, man. I know. <laughs> I think I, in part I was like, well, if we're going to have episode 200 and we're not going to have an episode that we feel great about them, we're going to bash it. Just to make it really a momentous episode in one way or another. Well, <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm just kind of joking, but I really yeah, didn't, didn't care for it. I was really annoyed with it, but I, I know other people liked it. So congrats on 200, by the way, I forgot to say that before. Oh, thank you. You guys had yours a while ago, right? Yeah, we're at 240 something, 240 or something like that. I know sometimes I can't believe we've done that many, but I know that's uh, pretty awesome. How many years have you been doing it? um since 2009 so six years we wow. st- uh or yeah we we started a year before the walking dead was even on so as soon as they found out like that it was optioned and might possibly made into a tv show yeah oh, wow. pretty much up. so you were pretty like much. you were fans of the comic before yeah definitely fans of the comic and my co-host uh jason and i had had talked about before talked about it before and said if they ever do a tv show on walking dead or really any zombie thing we're gonna do a podcast about it because we were looking for something and it would be fun and then it wasn't actually that long after that that it came out in the news and we were like all right we're on board so we started right away (laughs) that's cool yeah right on
that's our show episode seven so we're at seven that's pretty good yeah that's not bad yeah <laughs> thanks for listening everybody if you want to call us you can call us at 650-485-DEAD that's 650-485-3323 you can email us at groovy at podcastica.com you can find us on the web at facebook.com slash evil deadcast or at evil deadcast on twitter i post stuff on both those places so if you haven't checked them out go check them out there's not a lot of people on there right now but i want to build it up and also check out our other shows on at, uh, on the podcastica network at podcastica.com all right that's our show thanks for listening let's swallow your soul what the hell is that dripping donkey balls come on man this is my trip <laughs>